0: Welcome to the B-Block Podcast. I am your host, Brandon Scott. I appreciate you for joining me. All hell broke loose at Minute Maid Park earlier this week. I'm pretty sure most of you have seen this. It was only the biggest story in sports, not COVID-related. Not COVID-related. The biggest story in sports this week. And I want to discuss it because I was there. I was at Minute Maid Park when Joe Kelly threw... At Alex Bregman's head. I was still there when he had a couple close calls against Yuli Gurriel. Was still there when everything went down with Carlos Correa and the subsequent bench clearing. And I found what happened with Joe Kelly to be in part funny. I found it to be in part dangerous. But all of it was completely absurd. All of it the entire thing and i'm honestly surprised i don't know if surprise is the right word cuz maybe i shouldn't be surprised this is this has been brewing for several months we knew that the astros would get thrown at we knew that there would be retribution and when the covid-19 pandemic allowed for a situation to where the Astros and the Dodgers are playing each other in the regular season at Minute Maid Park for the first time since Game 7 of the World Series, of the 2017 World Series, which the Dodgers believed to be stolen from them, and doing that without fans, it was kind of a perfect storm. So I shouldn't be surprised, but I really don't understand how it is that people – are so outraged by sign stealing that they're celebrating dudes getting headhunted? Like, talk about the punishment not fitting the crime. This is the punishment not fitting the crime to a T. I was one of the people in Houston who said all along that it was unfair that the Astros players were able to make it unscathed, unpunished, this entire sign stealing scandal but you had A.J. Hinch and Jeff Leno be suspended for a year and subsequently lose their jobs I did not think that that was fair did not think that was just I understood the reasoning for it they got immunity so immunity for their cooperation but to me it was obvious that The players deserve some kind of punishment in this whole thing, and it is unfair that they were able to come out of this without a scratch. That being said, headhunting, 96-mile-an-hour fastball toward the head, that's not it. Let's start off with the funny part, though. The funny part has to be the faces that Joe Kelly is making – as he's mocking Carlos Correa. I know these are memes now. They're viral. But even in the moment, Joe Kelly is the nerdiest looking dude that you'll find. I think he's listed at like 6'1", 190. But it's not even so much his size. I know that Dusty Baker was heard on tape saying get on the mound, just get on the mound, a little effort. But it's not even so much Joe Kelly's size. It's the glasses in game. It's the glasses in game. He's wearing them as he's pitching, and it just, it just gives off this really lame vibe for Joe Kelly. Like, that's before you get into any of the, history or details of Joe Kelly's career. Uh, whether that's talking about twenty eighteen and the bench clearing brawl between the Red Sox and the Yankees early on in the twenty eighteen season, when he threw at a guy, or if we're talking about right now, he's just a goofy looking dude. And I know when they first called him in, at this point, our heads are in the game. You know, like we understand the background and the context of the Dodgers and the Astros, but our heads are in the game at this point. And I'm thinking about baseball, and Joe Kelly's coming in, and I'm like, man, if there's anything that I know about Joe Kelly and the Dodgers and his Dodgers tenure, it's that it hasn't been great. It's only been, this is only the second year. But if you remember, he is largely responsible for the Dodgers underachieving last season because he gave up that grand slam to Howie Kendrick. It was the Howie Kendrick grand slam off of Joe Kelly that ultimately did the Dodgers in and is the reason why it was the nationals and not the Dodgers, the team that everybody expected to be the best in the, in the national league. It was because of Joe Kelly that they didn't get to achieve that. So when he's coming into the game, I'm thinking, man, The Dodgers fans don't even like him. Dodgers fans don't even want Joe Kelly in the game. This could get interesting. Like I immediately thought about my Dodger fan friends. I didn't quite think about like his nonsense, his history and propensity to involve himself with nonsense. So it's not until we get to the Bregman at bat and he sails one a 96 mile hour fastball over his head and immediately it draws eyebrows and but we're thinking well wow we're this far into the game that's a 3-0 count he's got him he's got him 3-0 in the count throwing a 96 mile hour fastball at his head hmm yep that's got to be intentional that's definitely got to be intentional And here we are, like we were waiting on the moment. We were waiting on, like, when is it going to boil over? When are the Cody Bellinger comments, the Carlos Correa comments, the feeling that the 2017 World Series was either stolen or if you're from the Astros' perspective, the feeling that it's not respected properly now, like they're not properly respected as baseball players. I'm pretty sure they even feel slighted now. Now, they did it to themselves. They dug their own grave in this way, but I could see them feeling that way. I could see pride getting the best of them in that way. And so this thing was going to have to boil over at some point, and it did. It did. But the part, again, that I don't understand is how this became such a major infraction that it has otherwise reasonable people celebrating and rooting for this type of recklessness, this type of chaos. I don't get it. I get the players in major league baseball being bothered by it. I certainly understand the Dodgers perspective on this, even if we can't say for sure how much exactly the sign stealing impacted the World Series. I think that we can fairly say and objectively say that as a matter of principle, the sign stealing was a problem in the World Series, before the World Series. If you just think about it in the context of that season, 2017, whether they used it successfully in the World Series or not, if they used it during the regular season, That taints part of the regular season, right? That taints part of what they did in the regular season. I could see from a Dodgers perspective why you would think that the Astros don't even deserve or didn't even deserve to be in the World Series in the first place. That logic dictates that. I get that. But celebrating it, making Joe Kelly out to be some kind of hero – because he had what the guts to throw at a guy's head that he knew he would never have to fight or because he knew he would never have to step into the batter's box and account for it himself. Like there's no courage in that. There's no honor in that. And this is not even defending the Astros because I don't think they need me defending them. They've done their apologizing. They said what they had to say. You can think what you'd want to think about it. You don't have to believe that they were sincere. You don't have to respect those apologies, but you got what you were going to get, man. You got it. It's over with Cody Bellinger doesn't have to like the answer. He doesn't have to like the tone of their apology. We can evaluate it. Say whether it's sincere, whether it's adequate, but that part of it is over with. And the part about throwing at a guy's head is a non-starter. It is, it, it is just a no-go. A no-go. And I am crapping on the unwritten rules of baseball, crapping on tradition a little bit. I don't feel like tradition is a good enough excuse for Bush League behavior. Just because you've been doing something forever or just because it's part of the game, doesn't mean that you continue to do it. And doesn't mean that people don't come out and criticize it harshly. And this head hunting thing, first of all, the fact that somebody would even do it is troublesome enough. But then that you would co sign, that you would celebrate it, that you would make it seem like this is somehow honorable, throwing it at a guy's head. Like, I'd much rather. They just square up. I'd much rather they just square up. I mentioned earlier that Joe Kelly is listed at 6'1", a buck 90. I am roughly that size, give or take. I've stood next to Carlos Correa. I can tell you for a fact that Joe Kelly, especially based off of those faces that he was making as he was leaving the the, the field and just his his general disposition, I can tell you he does not want No Carlos Correa problems I mean the only way Joe Kelly wins a fight against Carlos Correa is if Carlos Correa is not allowed to hit him back so he didn't want any problems for real he just wanted this moment and I'll be damned if we didn't give it to him I'll be damned if we did not give it to him I'm fed up with these unwritten rules. I am fed up with baseball's lame unwritten rules. It's baseball's unwritten rules that brought us to where we arrived on Tuesday night. It's the unwritten rules. Go back to the sign stealing. You can steal signs. That's been part of the game for a long time. It's okay to steal signs from second base or if a pitcher is tipping his pitches or if you're able to... Come across them in some kind of honest way, which if we're if we are being honest, there is no honest way to steal signs. there's just an accepted one, there is an accepted one within the game, but yeah, you can steal signs like this, you just can't steal signs like that. Jeff Luno walks in the party, a baseball outsider, which was I think part of the issue with jeff Luno and the and the Astros regime under him was that they bucked at some of these ideas, some of these traditional baseball ideas. They're like, well, says who? Why? Why would we not do this thing? So Jeff Luno turns his nose up at the unwritten rules of baseball, this idea that you can only steal signs in a particular way, that there is an ethical way to do it and an unethical way to do it. He wasn't having that. And you could say, hey, the line is clear. This is how you do it, and this is how you don't. But you start with a slippery slope, because the next logical leap is, hey, if I'm doing this to gain an advantage, why don't I try to do it better? Slippery slope. We can steal signs only a certain way. Yeah, eventually somebody who doesn't give a damn about your little unofficial code of ethic is going to scoff at that, and that's exactly what the Astros did. And then you look at the head hunting or the retaliation. Yeah, you can retaliate. You can throw at a guy. You can throw at his arm. You can throw at his leg. You can throw somewhere where you can find some flesh. But you don't go above the neck or above the shoulders. You don't do that because you can end a guy's career. You can end the life. Look, that's logic. I get that. That makes sense. Why... If you're going to hit a guy, you don't hit him in the head. There is a place to hit a guy to send a message. There's a way to do it. Makes sense. I get it. But damn it, it's a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope. And if you need evidence, just look at the different reaction or the polar opposite reaction to what Joe Kelly did. Astros fans and the Astros themselves are outraged about this. Outraged, offended. Lance McCullers called it unprofessional, and he was being nice about it. He was being a gentleman about it. Dusty Baker, who's been around baseball literally forever, said he didn't like it either. You don't throw at a guy's head. But what Dusty wasn't willing to say was that you don't throw at a guy at all because we know damn well. Dusty's about that life. He's about that old-school baseball life. So on the one side, you got people saying, hey, you can't throw it at the head. You can't throw it at somebody's head. You can retaliate. There's a professional way to handle this. There's a way that baseball polices this sort of thing, and it ain't by throwing at the head. And then you've got the overwhelming public, Outside of Houston, not Astros fans, but everybody else it seems like. It's like, yeah, throw it the head. Throw it the head some more. It's all good. They stole signs so we can decapitate them. What? Huh? Excuse me? Like, are you serious? Like, are you really serious? So this bothered me enough that I took this to Dusty Baker, and I'll apologize up front for not articulating my question best. I don't really always articulate the questions great. I try to get them off. I try to get my point across. I, t- I try to get an opportunity to just get a question in because there, you know, there's a lot of media in these Zoom conferences, and it's not like locker rooms. You know, where you can go from person to person and try to, like, everything is much more controlled now. But I took this to Dusty Baker on Wednesday because I had to know, man, like, do you not see some level of hypocrisy and the slippery slope like what I've been talking about? Like, do moments like Tuesday night not have you reevaluate that? You know, like I'm curious about that for somebody who's 71 years old and has been a part of baseball for so long. Man, do you not just look up and think, man, you know what? Enough is enough. The way we've been doing it all these years is kind of silly. Kind of silly. You know, like how hazing was cool for a while until we came to Jesus and realized, you know what? Hazing's not cool at all. We shouldn't haze at all. We should never do that, actually. That thing that we used to do all the time as a rite of passage to get into organizations and things like that, or that thing we used to do on the job to people who were new, we should never do that ever again, ever. We seem to have learned that about hazing eventually. Throwing a ball at a guy. like I know a pitcher is a professional, knows what he's doing. Knows how to maybe not kill a guy with a fastball. And so if he's not trying to do that, fair to think that maybe he won't. But it's just such a slippery slope. Such a slippery slope. So I took that to Dusty Baker, and here's what he had to say. Dusty, do moments like last night's ever make you think about reevaluating some of the unwritten rules of baseball, like with the sign stealing? You know, they say it's fair to to steal signs one way, but not the way that the Astros did it. And it's fair to throw at a guy, you know, at a certain point, but not at his head. Do you think that there's a slippery slope with any, with any of this?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, there are a lot of paradoxes in baseball. <laughs> you know, that's that's the story of baseball. But, yeah, it, I, I mean, it's not fair to, to – uh, it's not right to throw the guy's head. You know what I mean? And – uh you know, you're risking a guys. But if you're throwing a projectile at a person, most of them don't have enough control between the head, neck, or the body. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I mean, you have to know what you're doing. And you got to look at a guy, uh, you know, before you hit him unless, you know, sometimes it gets away. You're throwing a projectile, sometimes it gets away. You know, and, and but that's why it's hard for the umpires to, to determine intent. You know what I mean? I mean that's that's uh, a yeah, that's just like you know pre you know premeditate something. You know how do you know it wasn't spontaneous? So how do you know it's premeditated? I mean that's a that's a very tough uh, you know thing to judge.
0: So Dusty is acknowledging in that clip that even if you try to throw a projectile the right way, even if you try to do it appropriately. There's a chance that you might not do it right, that you could mess it up, that it could still get away from you. There is not a perfect way to do this. It's dangerous. It's petty. And honestly, it's cowardly. Take the Dodgers and Astros situation for an example. Joe Kelly does what he does. Then Baker's asked about, After the game, he's asked about, well, did you guys consider retaliating in your own right? Which, you know, to me, just would have compounded what was already a toxic situation. It would have made it even worse. But that's what you do in baseball. You at the very least consider, well, am I going to throw it back at them? And Dusty's answer wasn't that, no, we weren't going to do that. Like, you know, we wouldn't have considered doing it. It was more so, yeah, we had nothing but rookies in our bullpen nothing but rookies that ain't never played in the big leagues before. And we're just trying to get them right. Essentially. So do away with this paradox in baseball. Like I understand that there are paradoxes in baseball. I understand that there are contradictions within the game, but I don't see why this has to continue to be one of them. I don't see why the public at large has to celebrate this kind of thing. A lot of stuff is changing in society And even in sports, as people demand change. And I'm not saying that this is necessarily on that level of demand or has that same level of urgency to it. But this is one of those things that we can change. This is not something that we have to continue to stand for just because there are paradoxes in baseball, just because baseball has a long history. We don't have to do that anymore. Now, the players did not want to talk about this. The players, at least, that were made available to the media did not want to talk about this in great detail. But what we did find out from the fight that wasn't a fight but was treated like a fight and quite honestly felt like a fight, what we did learn was which players are about the action. Which players want that smoke? And I think we already knew that Carlos Correa was one of them. I think we already knew that Carlos Correa was one of the players that wasn't backing down. And since Correa was at the center of this, since he was in the thick of this, that meant that Jose Altuve was also going to be in the thick of it. Because these are two guys that ride for each other. That's what got Correa to popping off at the mouth to begin with, his defense of Jose Altuve. And so what did you see? Altuve was one of the first ones to back Correa up when it was time to approach that Dodgers dugout. Who else did you see? Yuli Gurriel, Roberto Osuna. Now, this is a little awkward with the Osuna thing because on the Internet, I know I saw a lot of people trying to tie in like his, like some of the domestic violence history in with, you know, him fighting baseball players, other you know, other baseball players. I'm not really trying to go there. I don't want to make that connection. I don't even really want to touch that, to be honest with you. But if we isolate this incident and just pay attention to what happened, Osuna, barely in shape himself, was ready to go. Go look at some of the pictures and some of the videos and see who were the ones that were about that action and who were the ones that was like, oh, here we go. I get the sense that you got folks on that team that invite contact, invite conflict. And I learned who a couple of those guys might be. No fans in the stands really made this thing a lot better. I thought to be there and there not be fans made this so much better. You didn't have an added element of the fans egging on the fight, right? You didn't have that. But because of that, I feel like it felt very much more authentic. This felt very real. It felt like a very real skirmish. Not one, like this did not feel like the Astros and the Dodgers were about to fight. It felt like it was dudes who were about to fight, just dudes who didn't like each other that were ready to go at him. Now, they're within the confines of a Major League Baseball game, and they couldn't act as wild as I think that they wanted to. But with no fans in the stands, you hear every FU and FU. No, F U. F U. You hear all of them. And for me, that was just interesting to observe because you would never hear what players are saying. You'd never get that type of peek behind the curtain. And so that part of it was awesome. The fact that we were there to begin with, I think we can do better. And even if we can't, we ain't got to celebrate this, man. We ain't got to celebrate this. You can condemn the Astros. You can think that, that them stealing signs was Bush League. You can have all of these feelings and do it without being lame enough to celebrate somebody getting their head thrown at be better.